prays differently, I think. I know some of you from talking to you are uncomfortable with praying out loud. Others of you prefer reading prayers written down through the ages. I've been encouraging my kids to pray about who and what is on their minds at the end of each day as part of our bedtime routine. Every Sunday, in the midst of the Eucharist, the priest says, And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say. And we begin the Lord's Prayer. It's a prayer that Christians know across denominational lines. A prayer little children learn, then use their whole lives. When we think of Jesus teaching us to pray, we often think of him on the Mount of Olives, teaching the disciples the Lord's Prayer. So seminal, so central. This is how you should pray, he says. Our Father, who art in heaven. How often have you prayed that prayer? How well do we know what we are praying for, this prayer so central to our faith? It is everything we need to know about prayer. But if we listen to the Passion from Matthew, we hear another way that Jesus is teaching us to pray. It makes me uncomfortable. It gives me sort of an itchy feeling in the back of my neck. In this way, prayer is no security blanket. It is no last ditch. Prayer is supplication. It is request. My Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet not what I want, but what you want. Yet not what I want, but what you want. In this way, prayer is a total and complete giving over of control. Or maybe it's giving over the illusion that we were ever in control to begin with. It highlights that oft-forgotten line of our own Lord's Prayer, Thy will be done. There's a popular movement among some branches of Christianity that preaches wealth, financial security, personal gain through faith and prayer. The belief there is that if you do not what get what you want, you are not faithful enough. You are not praying hard enough. And I wonder sometimes if these evangelists have ever read this part of the Passion. I wonder how they understand God's will being done. I know truly that God, the God in which we believe, loves us, cares for us deeply. I know God wants all good things for us. I also know that God is God, and we are not. This is a prayer that says, I am not God. The Spirit of God moves in mysterious and holy ways, in ways that we will never understand, ways that we cannot possibly comprehend. To pray for God's will to be done, we are acknowledging that we don't understand, that we can't understand, and that in some sense it's going to be okay anyway, even when it doesn't feel okay 
even when it feels like it will never be okay again. Jesus is teaching us how to pray. But this time we face a hard lesson. No matter how faithful we are, no matter how hard or how honestly we pray, we are not in control. The answers God provides to our prayers are often not what we expect, yet not what I want, but what you want. Thy will be done. By giving up this supposed magic power of the simple ask and receive, we admit that God is sovereign over all. It's difficult to admit. It's an especially difficult truth when God's will can seem so different from our own. It's an especially difficult truth when God's will doesn't make obvious sense in our own limited understanding. And it is a terrible truth when all we can see of God's will is the crucifixion without seeing what is to happen after. But even within this difficult truth, this possibly discouraging truth lies another truth. Jesus prayed. Though he knew that God was going to make the mysterious decision in the end, Jesus still threw himself down at the garden at Gethsemane, and he prayed. He prayed. He prayed to God. In the earnestness of his prayers, Prior to turning toward his death, Jesus spoke with God, expressing his deepest desire while also acknowledging his total lack of control. What you want, God, thy will be done. Jesus knew that prayer to God was not a one-sided laundry list of wants or even needs, but a conversation. Prayer is relationship, relationship that moves both ways and helps us to know ourselves and to know ourselves closer to the one who created us. The truth is, God's will will be done. It's when we acknowledge it, when we have that relationship, when we stop fighting when we admit that we are not God, then, and only then, can we go about the business of being the people of God that this world needs so desperately. Yet not what I want, but what you want. Thy will be done. There is no faith greater than this. <laughs>